Hi, welcome to the One Liter Podcast. You will watch us drinking one liters of beer whilst talking about shies. Please like and subscribe. Welcome to the Von Liter. Prost. Prost. Welcome back to the One Leader Podcast. We are your hosts, Joel and Philly G. So we're keeping the ball rolling. This is an exciting podcast. It's we've exciting. Got, we're establishing a bit of a bit more ground rules. We've got uh, we've got the quick response. Give me the fucking answers. We got this for a bit of a bit of fun. We've bit got uh, we got Phil's fun facts always to kick us off. Hit it. And then we got the movies. We, the we movie. also forgot to do another poll on the last one, obviously. So Read the poll now. So we've got a new poll. Please choose which movie you'd like us to watch and review. These are the three choices for next episode. Is one, Role Models. Good one. Two, Zoolander. Nice. It's, it's, it's popular right now. Exactly. And I haven't seen it in ages and I loved it. Yeah. And three, What Women Want. Ooh, change it up with the Gibson? Mel Gibson. Damn. Susan, it's not Susan Sarandon. It's um, what's a woman's name in it? Oh, hell, uh, hell, um, uh, Meg Ryan, bro. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Isn't it, isn't no, Meg- no. Wait, what? She's from Twister. No games, is just it? sports. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's in the movie, bro. You'll see. If, I don't remember. If we that. end up watching that one, it's not Meg Ryan. It's fucking Helen Hunt, dude. I thought of that. I also didn't explain the poll very well, so it's on Spotify only. So if you're listening on Spotify, as you're on the podcast page, or if you're watching the video, you just scroll. You literally just scroll down, and you'll see the three options, and you just pick an option. That's how you vote. Please vote. It's all only for a limited time too. So if you're watching this later. Don't bother. As well, at the end of this video that you're watching now on Spotify, you can we'll have the poll up, but at the same time, you can leave comments in as well. So you can also put the movie you want and then some specific notes that you want us to point out. Oh, yes. That's That'd pretty be, funny. Like, yeah. One thing I really like is to watch movies where... Someone's stunt, told you something? Or? No, no, no. The stunt double's like really obvious. So yes. if, someone was to be, if someone knew that and said, Joel, watch this film... At this scene here, you can't fucking like. I'll be like all over that. Yeah, I'll be like, exactly. Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah, <laughs> give me those stunt doubles. All right, give us those so fun. They're books. the they're the three movies. We'll do that for this episode. We actually just picked the one that came second on the poll because we obviously didn't create a new poll. So, Phil's fun fact. This one here, Joel. Did you know that almonds? Almonds, 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 technically are a part of the peach family. What? They're not nuts. They're not in, they're not classed as a nut. What are they, undefined peach seeds? They are classed as a droop, droops. And a droop is a fruit, fruits that are fleshy on the outside with a shell covering a seed. So it's, but an almond is a seed. Interesting. So, so it's the same as if you we were snacking on the the seed of a peach. Yeah. Okay. Well, what fruit is covering the almond? Is it? Is it? It's not something we eat. It's not so we pe- just ditch the fleshy part. Okay. But it's like it looks like a little pocket. Are we missing out on a delicious fruit? Like I don't think so. I think it's like very thin. Like it's not. Okay. It's not just like a peach. So it's but- almost like a um. Uh, oh, what are the white ones? The white, white gooey. Um, oh, fuck, 
Do Macadamia? No, 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 the the fruit. Um, white fruit. Yeah. Gooey white fruit. Yeah, it's circ- uh, circ- uh Fuck. Banana. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Oh. Gooey uh, white it's a berry. Fruit. It's berry. Um. Uh, it's a white berry, and it's got the spiky shell. Oh. Ah. Uh, uh, spiky. I know the one you're talking about. <laughs> I've got no freaking idea. I'll never. Um. Oh my god. That's hilarious that we don't know that. Hold on. If uh, you know it, put it in the comments section. No, I got this. I got this. I got this. Joel's got the gooks. We remember when we mentioned what we would do or the abilities you would have if Google didn't exist. <laughs> I want. I really wanted to elaborate. Could you imagine if everything else was the same? We had all the communication and everything: Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, text messages. But we didn't have a Google, like a central hub of information. Do you imagine that? You just have to make shit up in conversations like this. There would be no way of quickly looking something up unless you want to, unless you want to get like a thesaurus and start Bro, flicking through it. I came from a time, right? I remember when I was really young, and um, that System of Down song came out. Wake up, wake up, and there was like you have sounds to- like Will Ferrell. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to go on, what? Explain. <laughs> Look at Will Farrell and listen to that song. His voice sounds like Will Farrell. Oh, I'd have to watch that for sure. Yeah. yeah. I might Coming even have out to, of a cage and now I'm doing just I might fine. even have to Everything. play it just to get your reaction. Everyone thinks that sounds like Jerry Seinfeld. But um, I remember oh, yeah. I remember you'd have to like download something on LimeWire or something, right? And there was one before it starting with a K. I can't remember the name. If you know, put it in the comments. But uh, I remember my brother's, my older brother's girlfriend at the time, like, she would take the like the Windows computer we had, press a few buttons, and next minute she could get the system of a down video up. And he used to be like, the internet's amazing. How do yeah. I do it? And then one day someone's like, oh, dude, have you ever heard of YouTube? You can watch anything you want. YouTube YouTube is I literally- love YouTube. YouTube saved everything. What was the first memorable thing you saw on YouTube and you were like, oh my God, this platform could be a thing? Probably the- dee, dee, dee. The hamster. Oh, really? Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. My, one, my one was like where it was first like two young guys, same as me, making something of themselves with Smosh. Oh, true. With yeah. the Pokemon video. Yeah. Dude, I love Smosh in high school. The um, Like the uh, uh, the rock one. It was like... um, um Oh, with all the editing? The, at the rock. No, 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 no. It was the... Uh, oh, dude, like uh, uh, the... the uh, uh, <laughs> lychee. You- it was lychee. That was lychee. the food I was thinking of, lychee. Is it like lychee where it's like like a little bit of flesh and then the almond on the inside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, um, the pregnancy, uh, the awareness one. Fun fact, did you know you can, you know, it's just like, um, you don't even know your basketball. Maybe you, you don't even know who Dennis Radman is. You should watch more basketball. What? Sex Ed Rocks. That's what it right. was. Smosh, Sex Ed Rocks. It was dope. Dude, that is fascinating. Peach. It's related to peach. peach. So, so if they, if they, could you imagine biting down on a peach seed? And it, can you imagine? Teeth? Can you imagine biting into a? If there was the perfect, most perfect fruit in the world, when you bite into it, the seed is like an almond, so you can still crack through it. Yeah. So you got the double flavor. Yeah. It'd be so dope. Imagine eating that full almond fruit. Oh, dude, the um in the Avatar, the first Avatar, when he's like first getting his legs and he's running around in the Avatar form. And Sigourney Weaver's character throws him that fruit and he catches it and he's like, and he's like, no. I was like, bro, what is that fruit? I want want that fruit. Yeah. All right. So, do you want to introduce the viewers, the listeners to 
the movie we're about to discuss. Hell yeah, They'll do. probably know from the title of this episode. But... <laughs> George of the Jungle, 1997. Brendan Fraser! Brendan Fraser! Right. Okay, so we all had great memories about this film. Everyone loves Brendan Fraser. Phil and I literally just watched it. Just now. I've always feared Whoa. certain projects, like projects, what am I saying? There has been a lot of films that I've I've thought about in, in the last like maybe five or six years <clears> where I'm like, man, I watched that as a kid. I need to watch that again. One Lonely Night, I'll watch it. Trash. <laughs> because all that, I don't want to say all that childhood spark in my eye is gone, but like, yeah. we're just too cynical now. You can see through all of it. And a lot of our notes are very much yes. like like this, like George of the Jungle was a Disney film. It's supposed to be fun, playful. They break the fourth wall millions of times, but there's some things you just can't overlook. Mm-hmm. I want to get your first impression after watching that again. What are your um, thoughts? Uh, creative. It's <laughs> a very polite one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's yeah, Brendan it Fraser. It's very interesting. What yeah, it's you? Brendan Fraser. If you could sum it up in one word. One word? Oh, cheesy. Light bulb. Cheesy? Cheesy. Cheesy. Very cheesy. My my first note was actually my first note was actually to do with a theme song. It was like, what other movies do you have that have such an iconic theme song that is like completely tied to the title of the movie? Like mm. George, George, George of the Jungle. Strong as he can be. <laughs> <laughs> Sing the George of the Jungle song in a Chinese accent. I can't do that. Three. Two. George. Uh, what's One. Chinese, what do you mean? Ah, ah he got me. I, th- I think the good. I think the good thing about this as well, like, even if we give this movie a bad review, you may have a different opinion to us. So it'll it'll encourage you to want to watch it. So at the end of the day, we're doing a service because we all love film. Film film can never die, despite I everything else in the world going on. I don't actually want to shit on this movie. Like I remember it, it was being, fun. Yeah, I remember it being. I do remember it being much better than what it was just now, <laughs> but I was uh, I was very young, and I do. I one of my notes actually is that I don't remember it being such a kids movie. Mm. Like it's a huge. And you said halfway through the movie, you're like this is like a chick flick, like kids movie chick flick. Like it. I had I had memories differently. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely it was super kids movie. It was man. a kids romance movie. It was like for young girls to just like gawk over, you know. But every time, every kids movie, including like Disney cartoons, there's always jokes that are made for the parents, for the adults. Sexual innuendos. I mean, the, the parent, the poor parents of the people have to be dragged by their children to go in there. So you got to keep them entertained. And you know what? That's a good dichotomy, man. It makes things funner, right? Mm-hmm. I yeah. have friends with with kids now that have to like watch Dora the Explorer. I do not envy them. Uh, Damn, I'd I'd watch Disney movies mm-hmm. happily. Mm-hmm. I'd be I'd get right into Frozen. <sighs> now, nah, see, when I have kids, I'm going to have them watching The Simpsons, The Simpsons, or South Park. I see, mine won't. Yeah, I don't like. I'm I'm going to have no choice. They're obviously going to watch Peppa Pig and fucking South Park. Kids you're probably going to have to wait a little while. It's yeah, I'll probably, probably wait till rough. about ten years old. Yeah. For sure. 10 years old, yeah. yeah. But but Simpsons, dude. Look at this. Yeah. These are current topics, man. Dude, the, the good news is, is like a cartoon's a cartoon and kids like cartoons. Um, If I tried to get a kid to watch a black and white film, it would be difficult. But oh, yeah. when I was younger, when I had shows like Dragon Ball Z, fucking R Real Monsters, Cat Dog, Hey Arnold, these really good modern cartoons for the time, 
I was still watching, uh, 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 what was it called? Boomerang on Cartoon Network, which was like Flintstones, Jetsons, Scooby-Doo, the old school ones. They were still like, oh man, this, this yeah, it's a cartoon. It's all right. But I still watched them and sometimes they're entertaining. So, I mean, a kid's not going to see Simpsons and be like, why is it all pixely? You know, like Peppa Pig's yeah. like crisp, uh. 1080p. So we'll see <laughs> yeah. how we go. Why is that? Why aren't there 3D? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 3D animation. Um, They'll be used to that. But it depends. Like you could show your kids black and white movies when they're real young and they might learn to appreciate them mm-hmm. for what they are. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't even appreciate black and white films. Yeah, man. It's, it's weird. It's like a drug for me. It's but like, I also don't watch like mainstream shows. I didn't want. Well, that's a lie. That's fine, dude. I, I didn't, didn't listen to Simpsons, mainstream music. But... I feel like everyone's detached from the norm in some way, you know? Everyone wants to not be mainstream. Everyone has some sort of niche. Mm. Where they're like, no, I'm not like everybody else. Whether it's music, they're like, no, man, I like this kind of music. Mm. I like heart styles. <laughs> That's not the norm. Or if it's I'm films, not ordinary, or shows, Simpsons. I don't like that's me. Simpsons. But I watched a little bit of Family Guy. Yeah, I watched Family Guy in the first two seasons, and then it got really commercial. And then I just stopped liking it. I saw a recent Family Guy episode not too long ago. No, they really went just way over the top with like Peter. You think that's bad? (laughs) Peter's, yeah. Peter's just trying to be funny in every way possible. And they like, there's too many things with no consequences. Like he gets hit by a car or something. And then he's just like, let's keep walking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Funny. I don't play that. Homer Simpson would get hit by a car and like the next episode will be like six months later while he's recovering and shit and he's still being a car. There was one episode of The Simpsons, right, where Homer's at a banquet and um, they they erect a statue of The Simpsons equivalent of Mike Tyson, um, Dredrick Tatum. Mm. And I think Homer comes in drunk on a on a donkey or something embarrasses himself, pisses off Dredrick Tatum. He's running from this boxer, pro boxer, and there's a statue of the boxer punching and he turns crack and he actually <laughs> breaks his jaw. So the whole episode, Homer's had this, his jaw wide and he doesn't talk the whole episode. So like he becomes nice. like, he listens more and he's more engaged with Marge and the family because, and people like random strangers are like, you're really nice. You listen to me. And Homer becomes real sweet. Yeah. And on the end, he takes the thing off and he reverts back to his ways. Yeah. So they break, they built the whole episode around the consequence of that yeah. event. Yeah, I'm sure like Family it. Guy have done something similar, but oh, oh look out! One of my quagmires doing. Lois, oh, shut up, man! It's just so I fucking hate Family Guy, bro. Really? I no, I like it. I like some of the the OG clips, oh. like the like the Where's My Money, Brian and Stewie. Money. Oh, yeah. Where's See, my money? I didn't find that funny or entertaining. No, nah, as a baby bad. beating the shit out of a dog, bloody. Like a like a mafia boss, just wasn't funny to me. I think that's hilarious. If it was real life, like or, slapstick real life, I'd find that classic. Or where Stewie gets on roids. I'm so I'm so vascular, Brian. You haven't seen that? Haven't seen oh, that I'll show you later. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. South Park do an episode where the crippled kid Jimmy does roids and works out because he's joining the Special Olympics. <laughs> And then he has, he gets like roid rage and bashes his girlfriend with his. Well, and that's he's like, not that funny. It's not funny, but he's like, you fucking bitches. And then he sm- he goes and it's playing that, and he like goes in the hallway. He's like, he's like crying. He's like, it's like a full. He goes from zero to one hundred. That's exactly rage. South Park, right yeah, there. The dramatic yeah. music. Yeah. With like the silly voices. It's classic. Why are you reaching for that gun, man? <laughs> I keep reaching for the Nerf gun. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something, but. You know, I read something the other day which I found interesting. Mr. Bean. I don't even know if this is true. Rowan Atkinson. 
Yeah. Is an Mi- alien. Okay, I wasn't going to go there, but Mr. Bean, apparently there was only, I think it said 15 episodes Yeah, of the entire Mr. Bean. It feels like there was like seasons and seasons where we found like episodes from crazy season from ages ago. I think I only watched like two Mr. Bean episodes and loved it, but I never, it was never on the TV that I used to watch. And I was like, I don't think I've ever watched a full episode. Here's the thing though. like clips. I probably watched an episode of it maybe like four years ago on YouTube one night. It's like, fuck, this is like funny, but like it would have been funny if I was a kid. Like now mm. it's kind of just like frustrating funny. Like it's, there are some dank <clears throat> gangster shit where he's like on top of his car and he always flips the three-wheel car and like the one where he goes into the art gallery and he's painting. It's funny shit. And I love Rowan Atkinson. Like Blackadder was dope. but like And it's like it's like physical comedy though because he has no dialogue. People never really do it anymore like that. Mm. I, I appreciate it. It's probably because we're too, like, we've seen it now. You can't really replicate it. Just like just like what we said the other day, maybe we said it off the show, where we were talking about Jim Carrey. You mm. can't replicate a Jim Carrey kind of character now, like an Ace Ventura, because everyone will just go, oh, yeah, you're just copying, you're trying to be Jim Carrey. Or they'll just pull it apart like we do with films. Yeah. Like, people won't even reference Jim Jim Carrey's Ace Ventura. They'll just be like, nobody would act like that. What a fucking idiot. Yeah, what an idiot. Yeah. Overacting. Overacting, yeah. Mm, big thing. Big thing. It is. What's your first note for George of the Jungle, my friend? So, apart from the song, the first thing I put down there was... No, no, no. no. Let's discuss the song. <laughs> what? Yeah, like, what other film? It was like a cartoon intro. It was like, George, George, George. And it had, like, all these... Exactly. My first thought was, what other film has... A song that has the title of the film in it and it's specifically a jingle for that film. Yeah. Like, I couldn't think of any. That's why I wrote that down. There are but, some out there, but good point. Can you think of one? Um Cause that <laughs> no, George, of George, George. You're literally singing the title of the film. Film. And it's even got the uh, uh, in yeah. the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the joke of him hitting trees. Like it's a song that's literally feels like it's designed for four-year-olds to be like, George of the Jungle, watch out for the tree. Ah. Yeah, yeah. It's easy. Yeah. So a little, off little the, point. Straight off the bat, it's a kid's film. My first note is the the antagonist's name is Lyle Vandergroot. He comes from old money. Uh, By so, the looks of it. We so, never actually get confirmation. I was looking for it. But the dude, the dude was dressed like an 1800s explorer when everyone was like, like 90s fat drip, you know? And so one thing I noticed is like at the start of the film – you don't really know what the fuck's going on. Like this chick, Ursula, the love interest of George. Why is she in the jungle? Why is she in the jungle? There's no specific thing that she's looking for. She's not going to see a, a certain waterfall that near George or something. She's just in the fucking jungle being a rich white American, right? She's got four natives who are like, you know, like Sherpas almost. And then she's got her dickhole fucking... Uh, fiance to be who rocks up, who rocks up. <laughs> I love the reaction each time when she sees him through the production. Ah, she fully Lyle. jumps. Yeah, like it's like a physical, Lyle. physical revulsion. What are you doing here, Lyle Vandergroot? Like from the Vandergroot Industries. It just sounds greasy. As it fuck. sounds like something from Red Dead Redemption too. Oh, really? The Vandergroot. Mm. So. In comes this butthole. So she's happy. She's in a. She's in her zone. You know. She's fucking. I'm in Africa. <laughs> Not taking the piss out of her, like she was a great character, great actress. She is a great actress. She was. She was. I don't. I'm surprised. Leslie Mann. 
disappears and has kids. Like I'm sure she did a ton of films, but like I was just, I needed more. I want more of her now, you know? Yeah. But um, she always plays like a jaded 40-year-old mother now, like a wife. I feel like she's always the friend too. She's never like the main character. She's yeah. always the friend or the sister or something of rom-coms. She's of the, rom-coms. She's the friend or sister of rom-coms, mm. except for like um, the the one I mentioned where, where they're 40. What, what's it called? This is 40 with... um. Paul Rudd, I never saw sexiest man alive. Oh yeah, no, I, I did this see that 40. one. Yeah, and there was also um, there was also um, uh, knocked up here. Exactly, and they're the same couple. I was wondering whether they were going to connect the movies, I think but they knocked didn't. up came out first, so I think they would have been like, let's give these guys yeah. a film. Maybe they play the same characters. So, I, they don't. Because oh, I true. looked for that, I was like, is this like an extension of um, knocked up? But it wasn't. Mm. Sad. Mm. So my note was that. You give a cigar, I give you some of your land. So basically, he thinks he can bribe the natives he he can with bribe cigars the, and like because they're agitated with his pussiness, right? He's just a he's just a big pussy, and he says to them, he's on his mobile phone in 1997 trying to book this hotel where they can go to instead of staying in these tents because he's too much of a bitch to a, camp. What a douche! Eh? And he says to them, "I give you cigars, you give me some of your lands." It was just so. Like the writer was, it was a bit weird for the writer to do that. I just wanted to bring that up. Cheese, which, which, absolute oh. cheese. Uh, the narrator is the man breaks the fourth wall. The narrator did break the fourth wall a lot. To yeah, the point I, where- I did. I do like the narrator theme throughout it, and the, at the end, the bad guy having an argument with the narrator, or mm. or the narrator says something, and then she copies that exact line. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's good. It's yeah, good. I do like that. All right, what do you got? I got the strength of him. Like he's lean. He, he did get pretty lean, old Brendan Fraser. <coughs> the dude was an Adonis, man. I'm going to go to one of my other notes because we're talking about how lean Brendan Fraser was. Yeah, those two actors. Getting way too gay, dude. Yeah. <laughs> those two actors, Brendan Fraser and the Leslie Man, they aged very differently. Oh, man. Very, she's still very good looking. Brendan had a rough go of things, man. We got to cut him some slack. The dude's the man. I don't know. I don't know this. I'm just looking in from the outside. I don't know his story, but yeah, that, that is, guy. yeah, yeah. He, it was nothing to do with his acting. He just had a bit of rough go outside of it, you know. Okay, but um, good point. I wrote uh, George wouldn't have eaten a lot of sugar, so his teeth wouldn't be rotting all that bad, uh, unless we factor in fructose from a lot of but the fruit. But his teeth rotting again? No, but here's the thing. Here's his teeth the are thing. like perfect. Here's the thing that I brought up in other podcasts as well as like, you can watch a period film. And it's like a couple, like Romeo and Juliet will fall in love, right? It's like knights and queen, kings and queens and whatever, and lords and. You follow the king. They glo- like they like glaze the lens and everything's romantic. But I just I'm sitting there thinking, man, what do they smell like? Do this guy would. Sting. I know. So like George has been chilling in the jungle. He'd probably have that bo so strong that it makes your eyes water. Wait, I have a thought on this. Right, go on. What if? He smells more just like nature, like, like dirt. That would be cool. Dirt smells dirt. Like dirt, and his like his his bo would be there, but it would be more like a subtle. Ho- hopefully, not so much of a sour. Yeah, like it would be more like a musky dirt. I think you could be right. I think you're right under something. But when you think about it, like when you're a kid, when you smell dirt, you're like, oh, it's dirt. But when you smell dirt now as an adult, like really proper dense dirt, you're like, fuck, that smells good. Oh. Dude, dirt smells great. And when, when you're s- a kid, did you not eat it? 
Was oh, that just me? I got a funny story. When I was in, really when I was in kindergarten, I, I have a vivid memory. It's so vivid I can see it through my eyes now. I remember this. I'd sit there and I had two best friends in kindergarten, right? And one of them loved to get his food, throw it on the ground, and eat it with the dirt in it. And so me and my other friend were like okay we'll try it with you i was like fresh white ham sandwich just chucked it in the dirt both sides like proper sandy dirt proper sandy dirt and i ate that shit i only did it once but i remember being but like he did that on the reg on the reg but we were good friends bro we we couldn't leave him hanging and yeah. me and my friend looked at each other and we were like we were like yeah it's really good like i'm not gonna be the one to show my weakness this is like kindergarten you're like wow. five or six years old yeah i remember i remember being in like a sand pit and being like i want this day's like oh true do you know what also i remember from that same kindergarten sticks in my head i remember those it was there was me those two dudes i was with a couple of other people and then we had like one girl in our group other because it was kindergarten you just ran and ran on jumble gyms and painted with your hands and then sleep time guys it was like that right but then we had this one girl who used to play around in our group. I don't know, remember her name. I just, all I can see is the back of her head. She was a little short girl, brown hair. It's all I can see in my head. I can't see her face. But I remember one day her mum picked her up before me and I went, see you later. Hey, or something like that. She turned around and looked at me. I can't remember what her face looked like. And she said, hey, is what horses eat. <laughs> and kept walking. And I remember, and then I think my mum was there as well, picking me up. And then I remember her mum and my mum looked at each other and went, and kept going. And <laughs> Straight I remember, out the mother's, mother's mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember looking at each other, both of them going, there's like a thing with women. They have like a silent under agreement. <laughs> I, Little I, did I you know, it was just adults. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just but, communicating via looks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Parents just being like, I don't know. I don't know why my daughter just said that. If my daughter, if like <clears throat> someone else's daughter said that to my son or my daughter, I'd be like, I'd look at that one. I'd be like, fuck, your kid's cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I'd yeah, be like, well, yeah, yeah. And you be obviously like, say that, bro. Yeah. And then I try to distract my child from thinking they're an idiot or anything. Because at that age, I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, oh, okay. I wanted to keep talking to her, but she said, horse, well, horses and walked off. So I was like, okay. Hey, my, you know, but no. I would have been, I would have knelt down and be like, hey, that's true. You know, do you know that stuff horses eat? The, the stringy stuff? That's called hay. You learn something. You learn something new. Strong, yeah, encouraging. Now stop being so stupid yeah. and know what horses eat. <laughs> yeah, you little fucker. <laughs> All right, so we got uh, apes read textbooks, but George doesn't know the difference. So this is one of my notes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, Ursula, you got deep here. Yeah, so so we, again, we're not going to describe the whole film. Basically, uh, a lion attacks. George saves his love interest, Ursula, from a lion. Vander Vandercock, whatever his name is, gets left behind. So he thinks Tarzan George has stolen his woman, and he, he rallies everyone. Let's go find. And her. he talks it up. Obviously, makes it look like he bled and fought. Yeah. And, I was injured. Yeah, grabbed but he some tripped. He tripped experience. and passed out. Yeah, and so George is nursing her back to health <laughs> in his fucking dope tree bungalow. Like, it would have taken <clears throat> months to rig that fucking place up, gang, gang. And obviously, there's like. He's still got heirlooms from the original plane crash or his plane crash. This this is kind of what I wanted to touch on as well because I was I did not remember it being like that. I thought it was more like a Tarzan scenario where he's actually in the wild with the animals, but he literally builds this whole treehouse, knows how to speak broken English, reads textbooks, his monkey talks. Like I, I did not remember all of that from my memory of watching it yeah. way back when. Yeah. And I was like, what is going on? Like he's just living this 
He's glamping. He's yeah. not even camping. He is proper glamping. Yeah, He's built yeah. a wooden elevator that takes him up to his treehouse. Far too convenient. Yeah. And yeah. <clears throat> so, and I mean, let's be honest, like search parties would not have stopped until they found the rest of that plane and that, and that forest didn't look that dense. But they only lost the baby, according to the cartoon. Yeah, the but start. like, come on, dude. If you're, a, if you're a parent and like they stopped funding expeditions to find the baby, you're going to go by yourself, bro. Come on. So anyways... Yeah, but um, they would have just assumed lion, nom, 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 done. Not even that. It's the fact that the baby like fell out of a fucking plane, dude. Yeah. And yeah. Then, and then, the, the, but I mean, yeah, the yeah, remains. Yeah. The baby's There wouldn't gone. be any remains. It's yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. It's gone, man. Would you want closure? Would you want to go and find the the, the remains though? If not, de- des- like devour? It depends. At depends the, who you are. Tutti frutti, yeah. yeah. Depends who you are. If you can fund that kind of the shit. The local government should have done that shit, dude. It would have been good nah, PR. No way. No way. So anyways, um... He's nursing Ursula back to help, back to help, back to health. <laughs> help. And, and he's talking to his, his compatriot named Ape, which is like a super intelligent. It might even be in the voice of the dude from fucking Monty Python. Hello, that guy. Mm. Ape's like super intelligent. Do you want me to look that up? Uh, what's Ape's his name? voice. George, Jeff. Anyways. Uh, yeah, go for it. I'll look um, it up. Keep going. And the, the weird thing was is that he says... He's looking at Ursula and she's passed out and he's like, noticed her breast and he's like, mm, this is a weird man. She's and the Weird the, fella, yeah. Yeah, the ape's like, no, George, that's a woman from your, it's an opposite sex of your species. And the thing that it bothers, I'm assuming you as well, is that George has been book read. He has learnt how to, to coexist with humans, where they to come. And there were a couple of scenes when poachers came and he, he instantly knew to defend them. So poachers must have come and he must have had somewhat of an interaction with humans, right? Gotta be. Because he wasn't like, <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, another human. Hmm, I'm going to hold them. <laughs> yeah, but every part of that movie is like that. He just accepts everything. Like when he's in the big city in San Francisco. Because he's glamping, he's dude, because like, oh, he's yeah, a pimp. Cool. Oh, look at those buildings. <laughs> yeah, he's the king of the jungle. And we, we got to get on that bullshit as well. So Do you think... But he didn't know what women were. He would have understood that straight away. Exactly. That's the problem. That that there wasn't the actors, wasn't this or that. Was that was silly writing. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, weird side note, unrealistic. But do you think Brendan Fraser did that? And then, um, what's the other one? Encino Man. And Encino Man is far more realistic, where he gets put into a modern day society, and he's like, "What's going on here?" Harder. Because he didn't even get to react. He didn't see no in man George first, of the Jungle, though, bro. He didn't see no man way. Oh, before. did he really? Yeah. Oh, so wow, that upsets me. Dude, look at the age difference. That actually he upsets me. He did the Mummy me. after George of the Jungle. Yeah, yeah. Let that sink in. That upsets dude, me. Dude, look a lot. at the. If you look at it, dude, he's like, like that's a poor, that's a piss poor script to accept then for right. George of the Jungle if you've done. And Sino Man, you'd be like, oh, isn't this guy going to like freak out when he goes to the city? But hey, it's a fun Disney movie, whatever. Yeah, exactly. He's like three, maybe it was like two or three years in between when he did that. You can see the age. Dude, the ape is John Cleese. Is that who you were thinking of? Yeah, okay, right. I didn't know that's who you were thinking of. John Cleese, hello. Yeah, Yeah. Lancelot. Yeah, dude, that's spot on. Boom. Just didn't get the name, but we'll, we'll give it to him. All right. Uh, what else we got? Well, we're just reading the notes so we can keep on track. Uh, so the strength of holding on. Yeah. So like back reiterating, like, dude, the shit he was pulling off, like he was holding Ursula casually in one arm and swinging. A, an unconscious human being, doesn't matter if she's tiny, doesn't matter if she weighs 50 kilos, an unconscious human being, they're awkward to hold. He's holding that in one hand and then he's swinging off a rope in the other hand 
I don't know if if anyone listening or everyone listening has ever tried to climb a rope. That shit's not easy. No. Climbing ropes is not easy. That is a fitness feat. Fuck yeah. And so, dude, it was like all just shoulder and, and mm. delt and lat, just like boom. And he didn't like, he wasn't like uh, uh, fidgeting. He was just like, just Jesusing that shit. On the swings. On the swings, yeah. What the fuck are the vines attached to? Yeah. Come on, guys. What the fuck are there cranes sitting in the forest? Like he's, Helicopters. You have to have, in the Tarzan cartoon, it made sense. They're in dense foliage with trees, right? It's tall trees. There was like clear sky above him and he's swinging like this. Like, what the fuck? Where is even the, the axis? Where's the pivot point? That tree is so tall. Ridiculously yeah. tall. Where's the, where's the shadow? I don't understand. Uh, I've got um, <laughs> Ursula was preparing to leave George. Yeah, so like when George and Ursula become comfortable with each other and she's kind of got a, a established and like, okay, I'm, I'm safe. I'm in the forest. I've been here for about two days. They've mended me back to health. I'm, I'm sane again, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I need to go back. And he's like, oh, okay. Blah, blah, blah. At no point was she like interrogating him. Maybe they wanted to, maybe she did behind the scenes and we only got to see them being in love. But she would have been like, oh my God, what the fuck are you doing? Where'd you come from? How can you speak English? Uh, uh, who's been taking care of you? Why is this monkey able to talk? Where did you learn how to read? Well, she doesn't. You actually, need to come back yeah. to America. We need to take yeah. you back to civilization. Come on. Yeah. You know, where was that? Yeah, it's a you're kid's, right. It's a kid's show. It's, it's a, a kid's rock. movie. It's I just hate kid. it though. It's not, it's not. Enough for me. I need realism. Come on, dog. So, you're right. And and the whole thing as well, like the monkey talking, she only accepts that near the end of the movie because the monkey then pretends not to talk because she keeps passing out out of like disbelief that the monkey's talking. So she passes out twice and the monkey's like, oh, I better pretend I can't talk. <laughs> that Which level is funny. Of the, it's that- funny, but... Oh, it's funny. Yeah. It's kids funny. It's kids funny, but dude, with that level of intellect, and he still doesn't know the difference between male and females. Get the fuck out of here, George. What are you doing, man? When he's on the plane, he was calm, not freaking out. Again, there could have been like six hours of him on the plane, nervously freaking out, and then she calms him down. And then we only see the one scene where he wakes up. And he's I will a- defend him there. Mm-hmm. He did just get shot in the head. Yeah, I was thinking that too. But <laughs> he gets shot in the head. He wakes up. He'd still be like. Are we, are we still on the plane? Yeah, we are. Calm down. We're fine. We're going to be okay. Okay, we're going to be okay. Okay. Mm, cool. You're right. You're right. Right. Uh, I've also got uh, the two hunters. Yeah, okay. So here's the thing. When Lyle Vandergroot catches up with Ursula. Ah, Lyle, what are you doing here? He says that every time. Yeah. What are you doing here? That's like her tagline. Because at the start, he's like, oh, that's a way to greet your fiance. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Lyle, fuck. Fuck ass, Van der Klug. Van der Klug, yeah. <laughs> so Lyle finally catches up. This is before they go back to America, and he's like, Ursula, come with me. And there's a bit of a scuffle. The hunters, these I forgot to mention, Lyle came with two hunters, right? White people who were complaining the whole fucking way. One dude's wearing decked out in leather. Yeah, but they're not just complaining. They're plotting. They're plotting to capture... They're a, there for a reason. ...an exotic animal... And because then, they've heard about this white ape, which is referring to George. George. So they're very disappointed when they find out it's a human. And then they see an elephant, they want the ivory, and then they find a talking monkey or that shit, ape. But at one point, George gets shot in the head accidentally. But it must With have a been, tiny, tiny gun. Tiny gun. So it's okay. It those those guns probably don't. Yeah, but do you think a pistol like that big would even pierce a skull? From that I, distance? I reckon it go, yeah, probably not that distance. It was mm. about 10 meters away. Eh? Maybe about I remember. five meters. 
I remember watching Back to the Future 3 and he's about to shoot Doc. Um, what's his name? Tannen. Mad Dog. Biff, Mad Dog Tannen is about to shoot Doc at that fair and he's got this tiny little pistol that he hid from the guys that take the pistols and he digs it into his back. He's like, last time I shot someone with this, it took them two days to die. They bled out from the spine. Mm. So like those little pistols, they pierce a hole in you. And maybe back in the day Surgeon when you couldn't, yeah. But and no, it's got back a bit in the cloth. day when you didn't know how to do surgery, sure yeah. that worked. But sure nowadays, been medieval back in the wild west, yeah. But and if there's modern a bit of day, cloth, they would just be like, yeah, fix yeah, him up, exactly. <clears throat> and a lot of the problems back then as well was like a bit of bit of fabric from the clothing gets in there and gets infected as well. Foreign object. Oh yeah, Scariest infections. They had no idea so how to pull, treat that. You can find. Pull out a fucking pellet, like a bullet, but finding a bit of cloth, that's difficult. How do they work out that, like, alcohol does good things for infections? Like, you know how they, like, trial put some error. whiskey on it? Yeah, trial. Yeah. Everything f- is trial and error, bro. Who the fuck invented a corn fritter? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> no. How did we invent anything? It makes no fucking sense. It makes no sense. How did we invent wine? Wine, okay, I get it. Could have been an accident. Some grapes sitting there. They got old. They get built some fluid, and they were like, "Oh, what's this? Oh, it smells good. <laughs> Try that." <laughs> Slap. Yeah. But like everything else, like vodka or tequila. Like you should look at the process that goes into making those liquids. Who the fuck yeah. thought of that? Vodka's potato, isn't it? Vodka's potato. See, that kind of makes sense when you think about it. Like. Yuri, go get the potatoes from a month ago. Yeah, you reckon accident as well? They saw a liquid, the potatoes were sitting there for too long, the right temperatures, and they were like, hey, we got to replicate this. This shit's good. It makes us feel funny. Yeah, it helps me forget about my depressing life in in fucking Eastern Europe. (laughs) I've said this to you before, but back in the old days, like 1800s and before, right, all these stories were here. All these heroic stories or stories of someone doing something, da, 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 they're all passed down word of mouth, right? Before people started writing shit down. Well, they did, Asked but not mouth. everyone. <laughs> Asked to mouth. But not everyone was writing shit down. Only the people that had the equipment or the know-how. Mm-hmm. So it was all just stories. And all these people, substances were not controlled. Nah. All these people would have been drunk 24-7, who the fuck made rules? No, you can't be drunk on the job site while you're building the uh, cathedral. He was drinking vodka in the morning. Fuck yeah. They were on all sorts of shit before cocaine became illegal. And, People and look, were just these, like, these monuments, coca leaves. Hana, one Hana, and the monuments are still sitting there today. So all these Dude. stories are people that are just fucked on every sort of substance, Dude. living their life like that, dying at the age of 50, mm. which was red, old. Red meat and fucking, yeah. But dude, think about, I think I mean the Reinheitsgebot even. It's like at one point you couldn't drink water in, in Europe, so they used to drink beer. Jesus, is that a thing? Is I thought, that a real thing? I thought fact? you told me that, but that is a fucking fact, bro. <laughs> they used to drink beer, dog. The Reinheitsgesetz was just someone that was like made good beer and Bro. they were like okay we're not going to put all this other shit in it Everyone if you want to release beer. beer you have to use only these ingredients to call it german beer that was like the blanket rule and that's what the reinheit and they kept is. it to this day man it's not full Ooh. of additives and sugar oh, and it man. still tastes amazing uh, can i just get an uh xpa shut the fuck up yeah how dare you <laughs> um the reinheit's Gebot is where it's at Says me while I'm drinking Canadian club and soda water. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm trying to I'm trying to get the abs back popping. You know, you know what I'm saying? 
It's summer. Summer's almost over. Almost There's over. No popping abs. Um, God damn right, it. I can't find the video, but all right. So my next one was um, oh Schlein, that's gone out. That's yeah. fine. So we've lost the light, everyone. No plug in. We've lost the so, light. So you mentioned as well with the bridge. Oh yes. So there's a scene in the film where a guy he's he's wandering the streets because he uh, sees an advert on TV. Who's the about- guy? George. George. Sorry. Yeah. He's George. in San Francisco. He's in San Francisco and he sees an advert on TV while the girl I've lost her name. Ursula. Ursula is. I just think of Ariel every time I hear Ursula, big octopus. <laughs> Fuck. That's man. Ursula, bro. That's an Ursula to me. I don't see Ursula as a was blonde. That the, was that the villain from yeah, Ariel? Yeah, she's yeah. the octopus villain. Oh, true. That bitch was thick, son. Thick. <laughs> Long story short, anyway, someone's swinging on the bridge, he, and it's a he, real stunt. It's a real stunt. So he's saving a guy that's stuck with his parachute in the Bay Bridge of San Francisco. We'll have a clip and he, here. And he decides to swing off the top of the Bay Bridge, and we were looking at it pretty closely and it looks like a real stunt. There is real. a real stuntman swinging on a rope. And they actually make it look like he's swinging one-handed. So I'm assuming I saw one tiny, tiny snippet as he approaches the guy that's hanging. You saw the rigging. I saw the rope with like a thicker red bit underneath. <laughs> so I saw the rigging. So there's a rig that goes to a harness. Hashtag safety. Hashtag safety, dog. But Gotta be one hunter with it. That shit is crazy. Which is fucking scary, bro. But and also, it, w- it wasn't again, the Golden the- Gate, though. No, it wasn't the Golden Gate. We Bay thought Bridge. it would be the Golden Gate. It's the Bay Bridge. But also, that I brings it back to the strength. Like, imagine swinging off the Bay Bridge mm-hmm. with one hand on a rope, saving a guy. Mm-hmm. How often do people with parachutes get stuck? Fuck Only no, when George is there. <laughs> Only when George is there, yeah. Only when George is in town. It's just fucking all in a day's work for George saving that dude, eh? Oh, yeah, but also... Um, we also mentioned that uh, there was a scene just before he leaves the house. Ursula's like, all right, I'm going to domesticate you now. You stay here. I have to go to this work. This is what you can do. Watch TV, do this, eat, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he starts eating all these donuts, donuts and junk, junk food. food. Like, uh, dude, at first, his body wouldn't be used to that amount of sugar and He shit. would be shitting. He'd be shitting. He'd be throwing up. He'd have like mad bloating. He'd need to go to the emergency room. It's fucking so wrong. Yeah. So wrong. His body's not uh, used to that. Those burners put the monkey into a cage, those hunters. Okay, yeah, so here's another thing I wrote down, right? Meanwhile, while George is in San Fran, those hunters, and this is what I was alluding to earlier, those hunts, so George gets shot in the head. The hunters are there. They were going to shoot the elephant. Flicks to George on the plane on his way to America, and the hunters are back down in the village, way thousands of miles. Because they got arrested. They were in jail, and they got let out because they're being deported but instead of being put on a plane and actually being deported, they just get let out. They get like, let yeah, out. Yeah, just roam this town for a bit while we figure out how to deport you. What? Makes no fucking sense. Exactly. They go back up the mountain to collect this talking monkey. So, while- so they want to put it in showbiz, right. obviously. Businessmen, smart. Mm-hmm. King Kong, King miniaturized. Kong. Here's a funny thing. I watched a video maybe like four days ago. It was like a YouTube short of this person feeding a monkey with like open bars somewhere and somewhere. yeah and he grabs his shirt grabs him and the dude's like ah come on let me ah. yeah and like the monkey's like nah dude brutal dude like so strong so strong this monkey this sorry i didn't keep calling monkey this ape literally there's a million times these, these two people capture the ape and they're dragging it through the forest and they're getting led in circles 
And at no point the ape decides, the ape, the ape's an intellectual, but the ape surely must know that I could break this motherfucking human's forearm just by going like that. At yeah. no point did it reach through, snap that cunt's yeah, neck. Yeah, because it knows. He's very calm, you know? He's like, yeah, yeah. But the problem I'll is- I'll get out of this. It knows that those guys are leading, he's leading them in circles, but if they get frustrated and hostile in the heat- Fucking that! Boom! They're gonna shoot that fucking ape and kill it yeah. out of frustration. Still Fuck the talking monkey. For... Survival means like if they're if they're doing, dude. If you're circling around in the jungle and you're you're supposed to get back to the boat three days ago and you've been circling the jungle for nearly two weeks, you're running out of rations. You need water. If a monkey keeps taunting you. Fuck the monkey survival, bro. You're gonna shoot that fucking monkey, drink mm. its blood, fucking eat, drink its blood, eat its yeah, red. What are, they, what are they drinking? They're walking this mountain. Exactly. There's creeks there. Um, uh, must be. So again, poor, poor riding. They should have made the cage a bit scarier. You know, a bit thinner, and that way the monkey would have feel felt a bit more oppressed. Also, that cage appeared out of nowhere. Appeared out of nowhere. They must. Have they been, didn't cut that up they, there. Nah, <laughs> no way. They built it with their bare hands. If they made the monkey more oppressed, then that would have been more of like an a, achievement for, to for you know George. George. Would, George would have saved it. The monkey would have, you know, had a, had more of a reason to like beat the shit out of these guys. It would have would have made more sense. Do you think it's because they can't make it too scary for the kids? Absolutely, hundred percent. Absolutely. Okay, and then we've got. Are um, we are we getting onto the dynamic of the parents? Yes. Okay. So. When George is in San Francisco and throughout the film, we're introduced to the parents. The mum is a complete hierarchy, ladder, ladder chasing, wealthy. Status chasing. Status she needs chasing. The status. Wasp. She's a white Anglo-Saxon fucking wasp like. And you pompous. see subtly, you see them drop in there that they own the fucking bank. Their last name is on the bank. Yeah. So they are wealth. Well, I mean, Ursula takes George shopping and she just buys him Armani suits. Yeah, she whatever. drips him the foot, dude. Like my man is dripped out. Fucking best tan I've ever seen. <laughs> Would he have that good of a tan though? Because he absolutely. Is, well, he's chilling in the dank forest. Yeah, but he's out in the sun all the time. He, he, he would have been have a house. He's not watching TV. They don't show. Oh, the part, actually, he has a treehouse. They but. don't show the part where they take George to the skin clinic and get some skin cancers cut out. They didn't show that. Yeah. Whoa. Here's the thing, right? So the mother conditioned, was conditioned, bro. His <laughs> skin's condition. conditioned. The mother was a complete cunt, but she was so controlling that the dad was whipped. The dad would be like, "Honey, just leave us alone. Let Sorry. her make up her own mind." Not so much whipped, but the dad is the nice guy, right? He's, submissive. He's like, "My daughter He's wants something. My daughter wants something else. I'm the nice guy. Like, mm. let's not force her into something she doesn't want." But the mother is obviously the one yeah. taking the reins here. Which, Ursula confesses that she doesn't want to marry Lyle Vandergroot, and the mum's like, "Fuck you!" Like we would, we would step up in status. This is where I was looking for what the Vandergroot, where that wealth came from. They never gave it to me. No, they never go back into the background. But she's like, "You are marrying Lyle Vandergroot," and I'm like, "But for what reason? It must be another rich family that she's oh, happy bro. to join with, or whatever." I think maybe it was up to the character who played the actor who played Lyle to display that, like, this guy's never lifted a finger in his life. Yeah. So, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it kind of because I recently watched Titanic. It kind of reminds me of Kyle, Cal in Billy Titanic. Zane. Billy Zane. Yeah. Is that his name? Oh, what are you doing here? Oh, oh, that guy. Yeah. Black hair. 
Yeah, he's he's great in Titanic, by the way, and he is he's really good. He's also in Back to the Future. He's one of Biff's friends. That no was one of his shit. very earliest. He must roles. have been young as. Yeah, he's got no. Uh, he's got one line, I think, in one of the movies. I'll have to watch that. Imagine it's, saying you were in. It's one thing to say, yeah, I was in Star Wars, but imagine saying you're in Back to the Future, brother. Right? Yeah. What? Oh, and I'm too. tying other movies into it, but like Cal from Titanic, that he, he was whole, a cunt. Yeah. That rich life, that yeah. wealth from his dad, but yeah. he's talking like a businessman, a real man makes his own luck. And he was too. He was so cocky that he's used to having any women throw themselves at him. So he's like, Rose, come here. Why aren't you being like normal women are? Why are you. Refusing me, you bitch. You but know? it's always weird, and same as George of the Jungle. It's always weird that they have this obsession with getting that one particular girl. It's about control. Dude. Exactly. They yeah. want that prize. Like he like in George of the Jungle, very, very rapey. He literally forces He manhandles this he, woman. But he also literally forces her to marry him at the end. Yeah. He becomes he gets what ordained. Is he, this yeah. By some weird religious cult that's somehow connected to Catholicism and he has the fucking cult. <laughs> yeah. I can now wed people. Yeah. Now you will be my wife. Like, what's the obsession, bro? Like, she clearly wants the jungle guy and Rose clearly wants Jack, who's in third class, which meant everything back in those days, mm-hmm. 19 fucking 12. Yeah. Jesus all. Christ. All right. So here's the thing. The dad is so whipped. And let's like, in a way, like he's not whipped. He's not whipped, but he's just, he's too complacent. And we agreed he's running the bank. He wasn't just like having someone run the bank for him. It's his name. When Ursula visits, he's like running the bank, right? He's like in a room full of people dictating. Someone like that has to be hardcore. They've got to be a good negotiator. They have to have, you know, will, strength, people coming in there trying to, you know, I want to make a deal. He's like, get the fuck out of here. I'm going to call the cops. So he's got to be strong-willed, comes home. He wouldn't even call the cops. He'd be like. Shut the fuck up. This is my company. Yeah. You want to get fired? Yeah, 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 exactly. And I feel like he, and I brought up the fact that I think he would be, because he looks so whipped in front of the mom, and I, and you said, why is he being such a wimp? And I was like, it's probably only her. It's only the wife. He's probably why? a super strong yeah. character Yeah. until it comes to his wife where there's one scene where he literally says, She's a pain in my ass or exactly. a pain in the ass. Why put up with that shit? Why is she a pain in his ass, Joel? So, fuck no. Fuck no. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> so, well. so he's, it, it's, it's like we agreed, like, and we've seen it. I've, I've never looked at the literature on this, but they've made enough movies about it that I'm thinking there are studies, but you always see movies where, like a, there's like a dominatrix or some like woman with like a whip and like a leather whipping a guy's ass, and it's a business. And the guy man, is right? the guy is powerful, right? Powerful and wealthy. And he's like, what is that? Choke me and fuck me, you know? Like maybe <laughs> so. Like the rich and the wealthy are so used to kicking ass that they just want to be dominated. Like where does that come from? Right? Why do they do that? Why do successful people, people that have all this power in their careers, for instance, or careers, jobs, maybe in their social circle with their friends, golfing, I don't know. And they have they are the powerful person. And then when they get behind closed doors, they just want to be like demeaned by their woman or by whoever. Or like here's the thing, you never see it with a man like a woman being the one, like a rich, strong businesswoman who wants it. So it's always a man. So she doesn't want to get torn down. No. It's mummy issues, never feeling like they're enough for their mother or their father. Maybe it would so maybe conquer. it was handed to them. 
and they you know felt what? like they never. Let's ask someone. You want to phone a friend? Yeah, let's phone a friend. Let's phone. <laughs> let's phone uh, Brown Herb, shall we? Let's phone a friend. We're calling our friend Josh, Big Dick Herb Brown. <clears throat> You're speaking with the baddest man on the planet. <laughs> yeah, there he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Josh. Hello, Hello Josh. Thank, Brownie. Thank God that was you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, this is Lydia from the bank. Uh, we just want to tell you that your last transaction was blocked. <laughs> this is Constable Ron. Uh, we have uh, surveillance footage of you uh, running a red light doing a line. <laughs> Brown Herb, how you doing, my man? I'm well. I'm well in yourselves. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. It's a Sunday. It's fucked, but it's whatever. Are we live right now? We're we are live, live, homeboy. We live. All right. So, so we've just watched George of the Jungle. It's part of a thing we're doing. We're watching older films and, and just breaking them down. And uh, one yeah, thing. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm aware. I'm a, I'm a long time listener. Nice. Oh, did nice. you do the poll, dude? No, I didn't. No, I'm so. I'm. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we right. forgive you. We forgive I you. I can't even make up an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> so we came to the conclusion that so George's. I'm not sure if you remember Brendan Fraser's George of the Jungle. Did you, did you ever see that? Ripped to shreds. <laughs> what? What do you mean ripped he's, to shreds? Oh, he's, Brendan yeah, Fraser's he's ripped to shreds, fucking, bro. Yeah, godlike, bro. Oh, big time. But yeah, I, I I vaguely remember it. Yeah, I got a poster. It's like I vaguely remember. You got a poster of him in your bathroom. And this is like, can we take that down, Josh? You're like, no. This is why I go to the gym. Yeah. Over my dead body. <laughs> in the movie, the Ursula, his his love interest, takes him back to San Francisco, and she comes from a wealthy family, and the mum's a total cunt. The dad's super successful, but he's a he's like super super whipped towards the mum, right? Submissive, submissive as fuck. And we came yeah. to the conclusion that. A lot of rich businessmen like to be powerful men. Powerful, powerful men, men like to be dominated. They like to get whipped by dominatrix and get pegged and all this shit. Because they're not used to it. Okay, so here's the thing. We wanted your opinion. Why do you think that is? Break it down. Because for they're us. so used to being in control that there's, there's no one that's like above. If you're if you're rich and powerful and you know everyone's below you in a sense, I guess. Spit so on you everyone. Want, you you, you want to be the one who. He's under the thumb for once. You want to be the one who's, who's you know, taking the beating and what, you know. And you would get, why does it have to be sexual gratification though? Like why, why do they, why do they derive, why do they get a fucking boner from it? Everything comes back to sex. I see. Why, I get that. I get that. Yeah. That's deep, Josh. Yeah. Elaborate. No, Josh, oh, yeah, before you elaborate, <laughs> I just got to say like, Phil's always like, fuck man, you're a fiend. Because whenever Phil and I are out, I'm like, dude, look at her, look at her, look at her. Like my life is mm. dictated by... Hey, 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 I think you're about to go and make a point that I don't think that things come back to sex. I 100% do, but I just feel like I I tiptoe around it a lot harder and then hone in in a different way. Delve in. Yeah. Just just give into it. (laughs) (laughs) The thirst always wins, The thirst wins. I'm a caveman. (laughs) Yeah, we're (laughs) cavemen. We're sexual beings. Me kill biggest beast, get best pussy. <laughs> it's it's uh, what is it? Um, um, uh, what's that thing Darwin said? Uh, it's like uh, not the food chain. <laughs> it's just, what the fuck are you talking out. about? Help me out here. Natural selection. Natural, Natural selection. selection. <laughs> this is going swimmingly. <laughs> All right, bro. 
Take it easy, man. Let us know when you're coming by. Thanks for the call, guys. I'll talk to you. See ya. Catch ya. Oh, what a guy. What a guy. Brownie, we love you, dog. Long time listener. Self proclaimed long time listener. What a man. What a legend. What a true man. Well, there there you have it. Now we have the third opinion on the masculinity depletion um, obsession Mm -hmm. by the powerful man. So yeah, George of the Jungle. Look, it was it was good. Um, definitely would have to watch it again with my kids, maybe. Super cheesy, yeah. Show your kids. Probably have to have a couple of beer van liters. What are you drinking today? Canadian Club. Canadian Club soda, nice and shred life. Whiskey and, r- and rum. No, what is it? Rum and coke. Whiskey and rum. Could you imagine? Rumsky. One liter of whiskey and rum. Fuck, I don't know. Mixed with some Coca Cola, hopefully. It's good shit. Look like Coca Cola. My teeth are itching now. <laughs> But yeah, George's Jungle was alright. Um, definitely would prefer to watch something a bit more compelling next time. Mm. I think we need like Sky High was dope, and thank you for voting those who voted. But I think we got to steer clear of these. Sky High was was, in my opinion, far better. Of course, it far was. better film. Yeah, and I I cannot believe that I barely remembered watching Sky High until I actually was watching it, and I was like, hey, I know what happens here. Mm. Really disappointed in myself. But hey, the next few should be good. We got some good options there. Please send us your vote. It's very easy. Scroll down, click the option. <laughs> Scroll down and click the option. Goblin. Joel, the best kids show on TV back in our day. Oh, hey, Arnold. <laughs> wrong. Kids Absolutely show. wrong. What? Absolutely incorrect. What was your favorite kids I show? I don't know. Are you all right? Nerf gun to the throat right there. Wow. If you didn't know, if you didn't realize while you're listening, we just nerf gunned each other with the uh, off the top of your head. You got nerfed. You got nerfed. On three, look at your camera. One, two, three. You got got nerfed. You got nerfed on three. Ready? One, two, three. You You got got nerfed. nerfed. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you.